No doubt you've heard the expression, cryptocurrency is the future of money. But have you ever stopped to consider what money actually is and how crypto is different? We're at Luno headquarters in Cape Town, where Coralie Kleinschmidt, who's one of the company's scrum masters, talks about the differences and the similarities between money as we know it and cryptocurrencies. So oftentimes when we're trying to describe the differences between the two, we want to take a look first at what they individually mean. Oftentimes people don't actually consider what money might be, even though we've had quite a few conversations about what Bitcoin actually is. So as a first part, money or otherwise known as fiat currency is what's otherwise known as a legal tender, which basically just means that it's backed by a central government, central party. Um, in most cases, it's the central government. So within fiat currency being known as legal tender, it can take on different forms. So like uh, you can have physical rands or naira or whatever your uh, local currency is, but it can also be represented electronically, which is what a lot of people are familiar with via bank cards or credit cards. Within this, it means that the government and sometimes central banks actually um, control the supply of physical money, and you can pay your taxes with it, uh, which is great. Cryptocurrency is quite different in that it is not at all a legal tender. It's not backed by any central government or bank in any way, and it is represented purely digitally. So you can't pay your taxes with it, for one, but it's not controlled by any kind of centralized party. What does keep it functioning is the underlying technology being the blockchain, uh, the white paper that Satoshi Nakamoto wrote as well, and the coding behind it. What the definition of fiat currency doesn't specify or mention is that entailed or implied in this, a country's economy and the value of its currency relies in many instances on centralized powers such as central banks, governments, very, very large corporates. And these powers ensure that the economy and the currency value remains healthy. Um, so for as an example, central banks are responsible to oversee the amount of money that's in circulation at any one point. They can print money. They set the reserve requirement. They can influence interest rates. They can also participate in open markets. And what all of this basically means uh, is that central banks and governments can influence the health of an economy and of a fiat currency. Bitcoin, on the other hand, is very different to this, and this is what makes it decentralized. So it doesn't rely on any bank government in order to run, to function, and it also doesn't rely on those bodies to set its value. Its value is purely set by the people who use it. In that instance, it's kind of like cash. It's anonymous. So if you and I had a transaction with cash, governments wouldn't know about it. They wouldn't have any influence over it. So that's why oftentimes Bitcoin is compared to digital cash. And again, to mention this, its underlying technology is the cause of bringing new coins into existence. The underlying technology, the blockchain, also keeps a record of all transactions and it ensures that those transactions are valid, which is something normally uh, with local currency a centralized party would be doing. To touch on the similarities, there isn't an intrinsic difference in Bitcoin and fiat currency. They can both be called money or currency. They're a form of currency. They're both mediums of exchange. They hold store value, and they can both be transferred. They can both be used to purchase goods or services. Their values are governed by supply and demand. 
and the value can be affected by the quality of the systems surrounding them as well. So those are all the similarities of cryptocurrency and fiat currency. But there are some main differences. So the first difference being that cryptocurrency is faster and cheaper to move around the world. So if you think of trying to send some money to your grandmother in another country, it becomes quite complicated when you have to all of a sudden consider exchange rates and you technically have to exchange your money at potentially a much lower or higher price. And that process is quite tedious and quite long. With cryptocurrency, you can send cryptocurrency anywhere in the world to any person quite quickly via the blockchain, and it is therefore cheaper and faster. The second difference is that Bitcoin, because it is decentralized rather than being concentrated or relying on a single centralized power, it can be known as much more trustworthy. So now we're not relying anymore on governments or central banks to maintain the health of the currency with Bitcoin that is more governed by the people who use it and that underlying technology. There's no single point of failure within cryptocurrency because it is decentralized, whereas local currency does actually have that weakness, whereas if one organization fails, then an entire economy can go down with it. And then one exciting difference is that it's a new type of investment. Uh, which has been proven so far to be uncorrelated with the traditional kinds of investment. So it can be seen as a store of wealth and a long-term investment if you are interested in portfolio diversification. With that in mind, it is still a brand new technology and a new form of currency. So we would suggest that if you are looking to invest in it, that you only invest what you can afford to lose as well. Decrypto is everything you need to know about buying, trading, and spending cryptocurrency. Brought to you by Luno, only on cliffcentral.com.